A big thanks to all our sponsors, Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 2545 email inquiries at skipsandbins.com, website skipsandbins.com, easy contract free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Thanks again to Mr. Vicky's Sources, handmade in Cumbria. If you'd like to order some, then give them a call on 01768 210102. Go to the website, mrvickies.co.uk, or drop them an email, info at mrvickies.co.uk. A big thanks to United Group Travel. They're a family firm based in Morpeth with pickups throughout the Northeast. No strangers on our tours, just people you haven't met yet. They've got a presence on Facebook and a website, unitedgrouptravel.com. If you want to make a booking, give them a call on 01670-632-460 or mobiles 0791-666-4174-0795-714-41654. Thanks to Darren Baldwin Funerals, independent funeral directors. Let us look after you in your time of need. They're based on Old Durham Road in Gateshead, and you can contact them at their website, darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk. Email darren at darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk or give them a call, 0191 478 2730. A big thanks to Media Arts for all the help with the technical side of things. And a big thanks to New Workwear. You can find them at newworkwear.com. If you want to help the channel, hit the thumb up to subscribe, hit the subscribe button and share to your other social media. You can also pay a one-off fee of £25 to get a scarf, a cup, a pen and a membership card. Go to the website nufcmatters.com and click membership or put your smartphone over this QR code. We also support the food bank on this channel. If you want to make some donations virtually, go to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk and make a donation today. We're also a podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast providers. Just search NUFC Matters. I'm also a part of the Northeast Footy Brecky Show. You can listen to that Monday to Friday, 7 or 9, at thetooneuk.com. Good afternoon, welcome along to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Ray. This is the Eddie Howe Press Conference review against Aston Villa, which kicks off tomorrow night, 8.15. And uh, I didn't uh, didn't get a chance to do one for the weekend, so uh, I didn't want to let you down uh, today with this one. And uh, as always, Razor was first up, um, mentioned the FA Cup draw, uh, just asked him what his thoughts were on it. He said a draw is a draw. Uh, I'll be watching with interest uh, tonight's game. He says we're always relaxed with, with a draw. Um, he says, but I'll be looking at uh, Blackburn and Wrexham 
and uh, seeing what they've got to offer. Both teams uh, will give us a tough game in the next round, I am sure. How much of a morale boost was the win against Fulham? Asked Razor. Uh, he said it was an important win. Uh, win. He says we prepared well. Um, he said it wasn't our best performance. He said, but defensively we looked solid. And hopefully that gives us a bit of confidence uh, going into the Villa game on Tuesday night. 48 hours doesn't give you much time to turn around. How have you and the team been preparing? Um, he said that it was a mixture of training and recovery um, and, and analysis as well. Um, and he says preparation, of course, for what will be a difficult game against Aston Villa, which they need to get right. Razor mentioned last year's result at Villa Park. He said you were well beaten um, last year. How tough a game is this going to be? He said, yeah, we, we hadn't performed um, at our usual levels at Villa Park and they played very well. Uh, their intensity was good. Um, he said, but we have played them twice since then, of course, in pre-season in the USA and at home this season with a 5-1 win. Uh, it's up to us to respond uh, at Villa Park and, and get things right. You've managed to win a lot of away matches and have good results in the Cup, but not so in the league. How do you turn that kind of form around was Razor's next question. And he said similar to what we did at Fulham at the weekend. Um, you know, we were resolute at the back. We were dogged in midfield. Um, Dubravka pulled off some good saves uh, when when called upon. And um, as far as, you know, as, as far as they were concerned, you know, the, the forwards need to take their opportunities. And Longstaff scored a, a good goal. And, and obviously we, we finished it off with a, a goal from Dan Byrne. He said, but yeah, he says, I think we're getting there slowly but surely. We scored two goals at Liverpool. And he said two goals at Liverpool should have been enough for us to, you know, to come away with something. But we didn't. Um, but yeah, if, uh, you know, all being well, you know, continue in the same vein. You know, put the same kinds of effort in, and hopefully we will start to see results turn. Was Eddie's message? Uh, Riz, I mentioned the kickoff time. Uh, following on from the ridiculous kickoff time at Fulham, we've now got an eight fifteen in in Villa, in Birmingham. Have you got sympathy for the supporters? Uh, he said, "Yeah, look, both kickoff times are strange. There's a lack of care, uh, look, a lack of care for fans." Um, he says, "Obviously, the impassion that we get from our supporters." Um, essentially, you know, it means that they, they they want to be at every game, and you know, from 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 our perspective, um, you know, we you know we we sympathise with the supporters. Um, Ray's asked him about Miggy and Jamal Lascelles. Um, you know, would they be available for the game on Tuesday? He said, "Yeah, I'm hoping Miggy will be available. We'll we'll do some checks today, but hoping that uh, that bout of illness has has passed has passed over now. Uh, but Jamal won't be involved. Uh, this game comes too close. Um, but it's not a serious injury, and he should be back soon. Keith Downey from Sky was next. Are the clubs still active in the transfer market? He said, "Still active," said Eddie. He said, "Look, nothing has changed. Uh, it's copy and paste from the press conference." Uh, on Friday, um, you know, and there's nothing new to tell you. He said, on Friday, I felt when we asked the questions about Almiron and Will Wilson, that one of them could go. Is that still the case? Eddie looked at him quizzically and said, are you trying to put words into my mouth? Um, he said, look, we're waiting to see what happens in the transfer window. Um, he says, um, but, you know, I, I, I won't discuss individual players. Um, and, you know, from, from our perspective, um, you know, I, that's certainly not what you know what I was trying to imply on Friday. Uh, if you are to add a player, um, do you have to lose a player? Was Keith's next question. He ummed an odd on this one, but basically said that nothing is clear cut uh, and that all options are still potentially possible before the transfer window closes. 
he then asked him a direct question. Have you approached Villa about Jacob Ramsey? Incorrect, he said. Have you had an approach from Celtic uh, regarding Matt Target? Incorrect, he said. Way off. He's injured. Um, you know, he's still got a bit of recovery time to go. And uh, Keith said, um, well, he says, I'm, I'm desperate for the <laughs> I'm desperate for the window to close. And he said, I think a lot of people are making things up, Eddie said. Uh, that was that. Um, Keith moved swiftly on the Villa results. He said, uh, would you would you like to have been able to to bottle that result that you had at the start of the season, that 5-1 game, um, and, and take it into this match? Eddie said, look, it seems a long time ago. Um, he said, you know, attacking-wise, I thought we were brilliant that day. He says, but that wasn't our greatest performance. He says, what I remember is that our squad looked healthy. Um, and, you know, from, from our perspective... You know, we showed our quality on the pitch that day. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, things things have changed massively since then. How important was the win at the weekend? Said Keith. Um, yeah, very important. He said. Um, you know, but we've still got a lot to play for. He says the, the FA Cup aside, the gap isn't big enough. In isn't huge above us. You know, um, between us and the teams in the European slots, uh, a, a big run, a good run of form changes things. He says, so we aren't being negative. Far from it. We're being very positive, and I hope you are too. Andy Sixsmith was next, um, joking about Alan Shearer being in the away end. Does he need to be in there more? Uh, Eddie said he wasn't aware that he was in the away end until after the game, but he said, uh, yeah, it would make sense. He says the fans were, were in good voice. He certainly seemed to inspire the supporters, and the support, as always, was immense. Uh, Burn after the match said Andy said um, he wasn't firing uh, the team at the moment weren't firing on all cylinders what does it take to get Newcastle United to fire on on all cylinders and uh, Eddie said look confidence momentum rhythm winning games uh, good training and preparation um, he says you know there has been signs that we are returning to where we were towards the start of the season the Man City game was good you know, had we not conceded the late equaliser and got something out of that game, you know, that would have been three unbeaten. So, you know, he says, from our perspective, you know, we, we can see the signs of, of things at this moment in time, you know, and, and we've just got to keep building on that. Andy then said, great to see Murphy uh, back in the team. How are the others, the likes of Barnes, uh, Wilson and Willock and Anderson? Uh, he started He started with, with Harvey Barnes. He said he's getting closer and he's probably the closest. Callum Wilson next. Joe Willock after that, and then Elliot Anderson, and then uh, there's a few others a little bit further back. What's the best case scenario when the window closes, said Andy? Keeping the squad intact, said Eddie. Producing the team to win games is A1 for me. Um, he said, we are guardians for the club's future, and we don't want to breach FFP. Um, and that's why, you know, we you know we aren't going to be, you know, potentially doing any business this window, unless things change, of course. You celebrated with a tea and a cup, a cup of tea and a biscuit at the end of last season's uh, the last window. How will you celebrate this one? Uh, you just said cake, perhaps two biscuits and a cup of tea. And how much of Villa improved uh, was Andy's last question. Uh, he said, "Look, you know, we've seen a dramatic upturn, uh, you know, on on Villa's performances." He says, "I haven't, you know, I haven't followed them as such, but we watch them obviously when we're when we're coming around to playing them." Um, he says, "But look." their dramatic upturn last season we were on the end of a really good team performance and you know he says looking at them this season they've navigated Europe well uh, they've, they've maintained their form in the Premier League and it's going to be a really good test 
Alastair was next. Um, he says, when you look back at a five-one win and you know the, you know the players like Tenali and Barnes, you know performing as they did, you know, do you look back um, at this season and think, you know, what might have been, you know, if you hadn't had the injuries? He said, look, that's wasted energy and emotion for me to do that. He says, my main focus is getting those players back into the team and getting players fit and uh, you know getting results. Have your goals changed this season with the the, the running injuries that you've had? Um, he says, I don't like to look at it like that. He says, my job is to produce the best team uh, each match, focus on how we can get to, to, to the goals that we set out to achieve. So, you know, no negativity as far as Eddie's concerned. Damien was next. Do you, do you compartmentalise um, the transfer window when you're coaching the players? He says, yes, to a, to a degree I do. He says, I, I take a huge role. Um, on the ins and outs, of course, um, because results are dictated by the players that we sign. Um, but it's my job to concentrate on the players who are currently filling Newcastle United shirts, and everything else has to take second place from coaching the team. But I do, I do have you know involvement. Um, are you seeing signs that you you know the form of preseason and and the early part of the season is returning? Eddie uh, asked Damien. He said it's been there in flashes. I like to think we, you know, we will improve. Um, he says, um, you know, there's been reasons that we haven't been, you know, as good, to, you know, essentially because of the injury list. Um, you know, but uh, you know, overall this season we've been indifferent. Craig Hope was next. Um, are Barnes and Wilson going to be Wilson going to be available for tomorrow? No, said Eddie. Is Trippier okay? We'll know more today, uh, said Eddie. Villa uh, in that 5-1 game, does it feel like a lifetime ago? That uh, was Craig's next question. He went, yeah, look, it was a good day. The score, you know, gives a false impression. Um, you know, we were great in the attacking side of things, but, you know, Aston Villa were good that day. Um, I saw a good team. It was two good teams going at each other. We just put the ball in the back of the net. Um, and, and, you know, he, he was clearly agreeing with probably what Alex Ferguson said at the start of the season, which was Aston Villa played really well that day, and he was he's proved to be right despite the fact that we were all going, what what game were you watching? Um, does uh, summer change dramatically for Newcastle United? Um, with obviously the the three year FFP coming to an end uh, that that particular period, um, you know. Eddie just said, look, we're focusing on the here and now. I don't want to start looking at the summer transfer window. Will you get a war chest in the summer? It's a typical Alan Oliver question that back in the day. He went, there's no such thing these days. He says, all, all clubs are doing the same. He says, the market's different. And I think the summer will be you know, pretty much the same. It'll be a different market with clubs doing different things. Transfer windows won't be the same again, was what Eddie was basically saying. Lee Ryder was next, um, asking about uh, transfers again. He said, um, you know, if someone theoretically signs Jamal Lascelles, um, have you got a, a deadline where you have to look at trying to bring somebody in to replace him? Because that would be a big, big, you know, a big gap in the in, in, in the defensive side of things. He said, look, he's, a, he's, our, he's our captain. He plays a huge part behind the scenes and on the pitch. I don't want to speak about specific players. He says it's, it's it's difficult if you lose players in a transfer window as the deadline approaches. He says, yes, it leaves you in difficulty. Has your ambition changed with this window? Um, he said, we try and prepare and plan. Um, he says, I'm a step removed from financial dealings. He says, I'm coaching. I'm not looking at spreadsheets. He says, but I do 
I do know, you know, who the, you know, the, the club are looking at potentially bringing in, he says, and potentially letting go. Um, but yeah, he, he basically said that the ambition hasn't changed. You know, they've known what the situation was all along with FFP. And he's mentioned it plenty of times for, for Lee to know that, really. Um, Lee then mentioned kickoff times again. It had already been answered. Um, you know, he said uh, the fans were defiant. You know, it seemed as if they were defiant despite the stupid kickoff time in the weekend. Does every little chant positive, of course, help you? He went, yeah, it does. He says, look, I'm not listening to every word that the fans say. He says, we're, but we react to the feeling. And he says it was a good feeling about that game. It's a good feeling about the competition. And it does make a difference. Chris was next. Um, have you had any official approaches for any of these Newcastle players that have been linked with a move out of St. James's Park? No, was his answer. What's your views on say on on some fans who say that you know that, that you know if if you go out of the FA Cup then the you know it, you've got to really wait until next season now you know there's there's nothing really to play for. Um, he just said, look, nothing's over. We'll give it our best shot in the FA Cup and we'll give it the best shot in the league. Um, as I've already said, we're we're not far off those European slots. Luke Edwards was next. Um, he said we've heard from Kieran Trippier at the weekend clarification that he's not had his head turned and he's happy at Newcastle. You know, have you had the same from Callum Wilson? Um, Eddie just said he wasn't aware that, you know, essentially, you know, that there was that kind of news around Callum Wilson. And he said, look, I have spoken to Callum. He's 100% committed. He says, I'm actually surprised by the noise about him. He's currently injured and uh, we know nothing about it. Um you know, he then Luke then moved on to the, the the transfer window side of things with you know with with incomings. He says um, fans seem to be braced for not uh, not signing anybody and, and not having any new arrivals. Um, you know, he says are they right to do that? And he went as every hour increases in the towards the transfer window closing. I would say yes. Um, he then reiterated the question that had been asked earlier. Just you know, has there been approach for for the for the Villa midfield there? And he said no, there hasn't been. Uh, Jordan was next. Has there been a setback on Wilson? Because there was talk of him potentially being available for the Villa game. He went, no, nope, there's no setback. He says, originally, I think we were talking about a four-week layoff. He says, but he says it was extended to five. He says, so this, you know, we knew that and we you know, we just hadn't passed that on. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, he'll be back. He'll be back for the game after Villa. Um, Jordan then said that, um, he said, last... The last press conference, you said that offering Callum Wilson about didn't make sense, as this would leave you with one fit striker. Uh, does the same apply to Miguel Miron? 100%, said Eddie. Quite a few one-word or two-word answers from Eddie in this one. Dom was next. He said, uh, you were linked with a lot of goalkeepers at the start of the transfer window. Has Dubravka's form in recent games silenced that? And, and you know, maybe, you know, maybe stop the club looking at potentially signing a goalkeeper? He just waxed lyrical about him. He said he's done very well. He's made key saves against Fulham. His distribution was good. He's a really experienced keeper. He trains well and he's responded well since he came in. Dom then asked him how far away Nick Pope was from returning and would he go straight back into the team when he was fit? Uh, and he just said he's got some distance to go. It was a four-month recovery plan. He's on track. Um, but as for team selection, we'd have to wait and see you know, once he got back into that kind of fitness, um, you know, how, how he was and, and whether it was, you know, whether it was something that they would do. Will Miggy train today uh, was, was the next question. I hope so, he said. Oscar from the Sun was next. Is top four still the target? Um, Eddie wouldn't put a figure on it. He just said, I'll, I'll never say no. Um, but 
I'm not going to be worrying about where we're going to finish in the league at this moment in time. Uh, all focus and all concentration on, is on beating Villa on Tuesday night. Kieran uh, asked about disadvantage uh, to Newcastle with regards to FFP. Eddie broadened his answer a little bit here. He just said, look, you know, it, it is a disadvantage if you're a club like us who wants to grow really quickly. Um, but it, FFP is is a nightmare for all clubs. Um, you know, the stringent tests for, for takeovers of clubs put in place now. We've all got to deal with it. Um, it's not It's not up for me to decide whether it's fair or not. Um, but, you know, it's where we are and it's what we've got to deal with. Kieran asked him about Klopp. Uh, we paid his tribute to him, like every manager will have done over the course of the, this week with, with uh, the press conferences. Just admitted that he helped transform the Premier League. He was incredible for the club, Liverpool. He's admired, um, he's admired him for, for many years. He likes the style, but difficult to stop the stand on their own. Uh, you know, and he created that identity with his coach and staff and that the Premier League will miss him. Martin Hardy um, asked if he felt he was weak in midfield and would he like to strengthen that area. He just said, look, we're lacking in numbers. Um, there's, there's a high demand on Lewis Miley playing um, every game. And he says, I, I don't really want to have to pick him every week. He's done well, of course, but um, you know, I'm, I'm conscious of the fact that he's a young boy and he's, you know, he's having to play week after week after week. He says, I thought Sean did well against Fulham. That was probably his best game for a while, but we haven't got quality. Um, uh, we haven't got depth that, at the moment due to injuries. Um, he says, Bruno is Bruno, and you know, uh, you know, we we just got to hope we don't get any more injuries. Of course, Jacob Murphy was back. Harvey Barnes is on his way as well, uh, and Willock not too far behind. You know, our midfield will be boosted by the return of those players. What about Bruno being linked with clubs? Um, does does that does that frustrate you? Um, <laughs> Eddie just laughed and said, I, "I don't, I don't hear these things. I don't see it." Um, he says the biggest frustration he's on nine bookings. Um, he says that is an issue, and that was it. Twenty six minutes long. Uh, the uh, the video that Newcastle put out today, and um, that is it reviewed. Afternoon, Elez. Uh, congratulations to Miley on his new contract. Yeah, we'll be talking about that in the fans forum tonight. We are live at six o'clock and uh, make sure you set a reminder for that uh miley's new contract feels like a new sign and says el Giorgio. happy monday andrew thanks for chipping in on the breakfast show this morning and uh who else is uh, in the chat steven anderson how are you mate keith downer had a mare today eddie made him look a right book says el Giorgio. i did feel that andy uh up the villa he says yep yeah, looking forward to tomorrow andy brogan should be a good game and um, may the best team win uh, Steve generally goes through the press conference first and then chats at the end. Thank you, Les. That's what I tend to do. Hope you're well there. Anyway, Les and Andy. Blue Rhythm Boy, glad how highlighted that we can still get into Europe and our league season is an over. Something that I've been doing, despite me negativity in the last couple of weeks on this platform, it's something I have been highlighting that we're not far off those European slots. Could you imagine Bruce in a press conference like Eddie's recent ones? He'd have melted. Oh, God, definitely. Alex Hall, would you say it's a really bad season? Definitely not. It's been great. The Champions League's been fantastic. And, the, you know, the season isn't decided until May. That's the only time that you can really, really uh, judge what kind of season it's been. Um, you're a great side. Emery has made you a well-oiled machine. Based on the season, I feel we are slightly underdogs against you, especially away from home. No more sub on the time banners, please, says Blue Rhythm Boy to Andy. Yeah, it's going to be a big game. Um, two good teams going at each other. Uh, Newcastle got players back. I never believe what Eddie says in his press conference. I still think I still think we'll have a player back tomorrow night. Um, I'm hoping it's Wilson or Barnes or both, but um, never trust what Eddie says in the press conference. He'll be sending mixed messages out to Unai Emery, whose press conference, by the way, is 2 o'clock if you want to watch that on Sky. 
today. Uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, I will be back tonight at six o'clock live with uh, the fans forum. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll be talking a tune with Sid and Rob. We're moving Rock and Rob's music uh, section to that new show that uh, I did with Sid last week. And that'll be going out as a pre-record tomorrow night at six o'clock. Jordy's here. Jordy's there. Wednesday night, live, six o'clock. Thursday, six o'clock live, Superman and Gibble and the three amigos. Friday night, five o'clock live. That's it. And UFC matters week sorted. Take care. I'll play out with this. We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or... You can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today.